0: The following audio recording is a classified documentation for case H-57 with the enclosure. Unauthorized access to this information will lead to immediate intervention. Progress further if proper clearance has been given. This episode contains discussion of mental health and ace phobia. This episode's transcript link is in the description below. Listener discretion is advised. So, what'd you think? I liked it a
1: lot, actually.
0: Eh, I hoped you would. The comedy seemed like your thing.
1: Mm, It was funny. I liked the rapport between the main three. They they had good chemistry. I hope they had fun filming it.
0: Nah, shoot. Their dynamic is the best part of the movie. I really think it should have ended with them being Polly, though. What do you mean? I just think that Nolan and John's whole banter back and forth could have led to a good enemies-to-lovers kind of thing. And then John's relationship with Bishop, if that's canon then, I think their rivalry sort of relationship could also totally work. And hey, they're all driven by similar things and they have shared interests, so that's always a plus.
1: So like all of them dating each other? that what you mean?
0: Yeah, I think they make a cute polycule, a thruple. If you will.
1: (laughs) Have you ever been in a polycule?
0: It sorta. It kinda happened by accident and entirely online, which was extra hard considering the spotted connection on the farm. None of us really knew what we were doing and none of us really knew what we wanted out of relationships, so the whole thing ended up kinda crashing and burning real bad. I learned a lot about myself, though, and what to avoid in the future, so... I think it was worth it, in the end. <laughs>
1: uh, uh. Huh. Did you like
0: having multiple partners?
1: I can see the appeal, but I think it also sounds... ...kinda exhausting.
0: It had moments are good. Uh, the times together felt real nice. At least early on, but that didn't really last. You know what they say about red flags and rose tinted glasses and all that. I I would like to try it again someday with folks who are more aware of themselves and what they want. If that was on the table.
1: You'd like to try again?
0: Uh, Maybe someday. Again, only if it was on the table. As if it was what my partner wanted, uh, hypothetically. I
1: don't think I'd mind. Uh,
0: Wait, what?
1: It would take time to adjust but I think it could be nice I struggle with making friends and meeting people so like I don't know I'd probably want to like talk it out first oh
0: gosh yeah of course nah we wouldn't go changing anything without talking about it first promise okay
1: that's all I really ask
0: what's up you don't gotta do this if you don't want to. I only say it if
1: No, 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 it's 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 not that. I really don't mind. It's just Do I make you happy? Like, with what we have going on right now, are we
0: okay? Of course. Oh, Buttercup, this ain't about you making me happy. I love you. That ain't changing. Promise.
1: Hmm. Sorry, I've just, I've been feeling a little worried lately. So when you, when the idea of you dating others came up, I'm, I'm genuinely fine with it. I just, I guess I got scared it meant something about us.
0: Worried? About what?
1: I had a talk with my therapist, Linda, recently. She asked me about us and like, what we are. What's our relationship? She brought up the aromantic stuff and asked if you knew, which I told her, yes, because we've talked about it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So she asked what made our relationship any different than, like, a friendship.
0: And why is that any of her
1: business? Because she's my therapist.
0: Yeah, but unless you and I's relationship is something that you're working on with her, I don't see why she's pressing.
1: I, uh, it's... It just kind of came up. She she just wants to understand, I, I think. That's her job, to try and understand. But it just made me think, got me worrying. I just want to make sure that we're okay. I'm okay with you having other partners, as long as you and I are okay, you know?
0: Where? May I hold your hand? Mm-hmm you make me happy. We make me happy. I like what we have, as long as we're both happy. I like being your boyfriend and having you as my partner is such a treat. I like spending time with you. I like our little jokes. I love our cuddles. I love kissing you. I love hugging you. And I also like when we're just sitting together. I like seeing you smile. I love when you go on about the movies you and Holly watched or whatever show you started. I love when you tell me about the birds in your yard. I love when you listen to me tell you about my classes and when you try to help me with my homework and practicing cooking new dishes. How you hang up my art and how you buy me supplies so I don't have to go keep buying more after working all day. I love when we sit together in silence and do our things as partners, boyfriends, depending on how we're feeling.
1: Today, I like it. Boyfriends. I, I've told you I haven't had a boyfriend before, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Which surprised me. I was imagine you'd be such a catch in college.
1: <laughs> Don't you go buttering me up. Nah. I, I just, I haven't ever dated, that I can recall, anyways.
0: Mind elaborating, darling?
1: My memory's spotty, for most of my life up to like, moving here. That's a big thing my therapists and I are working on, helping me remember stuff. I don't have memories of previous friendships or relationships or anything. I have ideas about a family of sorts, I I guess. I'm not sure. Again, working through it. But I meant it when I said that all of this was Brand new to me
0: while that explains a lot that's still quite a bit to take in which is not bad just damn is there anything i can do
1: i have no idea you hope so much as it is i don't think i could ask anything else of you And we're talking about your stuff right now.
0: Ain't this kind of what we do though? Volley our stuff back and forth till it's kind of out of our systems?
1: Hmm, true, true. (sighs) So, you're probably amorous. I've got amnesia stuff going on. I think we can handle all that, yeah?
0: I think so, yeah. That's what you want to have us focus on first.
1: Hmm your stuff i think we could at least discuss boundaries if you want to go that far i don't have much to say on the amnesia front
0: right now all right well first i don't need anything changing anytime soon okay that helps we've got time to figure stuff out Mm mm-hmm sure do no rushing on anything second this is a two-way street kind of thing We both gotta be down for something for us to do it, especially if it involves us, right? Right. Hey, can I pick the next movie?
1: I'd like to kinda just sit with everything that's been said for a bit, if that's okay.
0: I think that sounds great. How about I get dinner going and you get the movie picked out? Would you be able to help me cook or would you rather sit and rest?
1: As long as I'm given clear instructions, I can help cook.
0: Can do. How about some Sloppy Joes and
1: coleslaw? And maybe those cinnamon apples you made last week? I've got plenty of apples, and I've got that whole spice rack for you in the cupboard.
0: Babe, you don't gotta convince me. If you're helping cook, I'm happy to make a little more food. Now, let's get dinner cooked before we settle in for another movie. What are you thinking?
1: I caught a movie last night that I'd like to watch again. You ever seen The Birdcage?
0: Not in years. Let's do it.
1: All right. Well, what should I get on first, Chef? This episode of Jar of Rebuke was written by Casper Oliver. Assistant writers were Jenny O'Sullivan and Mish Ward. Voices were provided by, in order of appearance, Nessa R., Vin Vox, Casper Oliver. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Audio is edited by Jason Larocque. Our series is distributed by Fesperians Productions. If you would like to support this indie queer-led production team, check us out on Patreon or on our website for our shop and other donation options.